I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ah, uh, in. So no, yeah, I was just having a little, having a little quick meditation. You know what I mean? Why not, Giza? Why oh, not? What are you saying, bro? Recording this time. Recording. Huh? This time? Recording? <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> that was horrible, innit? Yeah, it was funny though. You took it well, bro. I I took yeah. it actually. Do you know what? I think you probably know this about me anyway. Yeah, but like. Sometimes I just need a moment to be in that vibe of I'm not happy with that. And then I get over yeah, it. Yeah, why not? I always get over it. But sometimes, bro, fucking hell, bro. Just one. I had one job. All I needed to do was just press record. Yeah, sometimes I get really, really angry as well. But then as of recently... <laughs> Yeah, you're just like yeah man it's just no one's no one's fault one day we'll look back on it and laugh might as well start laughing now do I hear that still just quick light Versace you know what I mean yeah, yeah. quick jacket potato Versace dressing gown and that come on I hear it loud comfortability in isolation I just want to <laughs> I just want to be happy that means the world to me when something is walk, wait, wait. Am I walking down to unhappiness? I'm spinning round, big man. I just want to be happy. I hear that still. What's that? Quick I'm not better than being happy in Versace. I will tell you that. Mm. Yeah, I hear you still. I love my jacket potato with coleslaw. By the way, that's my vibe, you know. Listen, when you have a jacket potato with a one fish, oh, jacket potato with fish. I've never had. <laughs> I've never. Had yeah, that. man. I'm out here doing new things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New things now, dog. I watched a couple of YouTube videos and got spicy with it. Come on, but jacket potato and fish. I've, yeah, do you know what? There's no rules, Mm-mm, none, especially when it comes to and, no, especially when it comes to what is the fridge holding right now because the streets <laughs> you can't say <laughs> what's the fridge. Mm. I hear that. Are you utilizing how's, you, how's everything? How's life? What's going on? 
Um, yeah, man. Do you know what? I'm all right. The only thing that's changing is the beard, bro. That's the only thing that's changing. And this. No, nah, he needs to go order something. I ordered something. Nah, what? you got to go order. What, what did you order? Hell, lie. I'm lying to you. I went to Boots. And I got a little razor that can cut the hair as well. Is it? And honestly, my lady friend that's staying with me. Yeah. Getting the trim. Just doing my thing for the community. Funny story though, when I was in Boots, I see someone come in and steal everything. And I looked at her and said, you're smart girl. Social distance. I can't even grab you now. I'm telling you. Yeah. Be in- yeah I would actually, I'm not. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was about to say something rage. But yeah, no. Listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. It's hard out here. It's hard out here. And people ain't getting paid and that. And, you know, we obviously we're having to social distance and stay in the yard. Yeah. So, some t- unfortunately, that sometimes causes for incidents to happen, which I don't condone. But, you know, I saw it go sometime. All right, go. Quarantine, I hit everyone. Financially, so get yeah, how you got to get. I'm not saying you have to go do that. I'm not encouraging you to go do that. But if you go do that, and you have picnic, I understand. I did say, though, like, you know you saying order something, yeah? Like, mm. obviously, I was speaking to my barber the other day, and I was mm. telling him, listen, obviously, I want to I wanna grow my hair out, but I do want to shape mm. my hair. I do want to shape the lineup, innit? And he was like, yeah. well, you're trying to do the hardest thing with the whole haircut, innit? Like, because cutting it down, it won't be the issue, but the shape up might be tricky. So what I've been mm. trying to do, yeah, is I've been, like, mm. practising with the comb. Obviously, you don't know what it's going to look like, yeah? But I've been, like, trying to see if I could hold it steady and do this. Let's see if I could, like... And you believe in doing that, it's the same as trimming your hair? A shape-up. Because, do you know well, what well, it is? You, to... you, you got... It's about that steady Leave hand. the house. Leave the house. I'm Go not- and do something. You bored, bored, bored child. Go and do something, Chucky. Bob, I'm doing a whole load of stuff. Whatever. You're pretending that you can trim your hair with a flipping comb. Now, I'm trying to think up. if I can... I'm oh, trying no. to see. Because I don't mind... Do you know what, bro? I don't mind growing this out. It's not a problem for me. Well, I, I say it's not a problem. I've never done it before, but it's not like there's worse things in the world that could happen, in it, than growing out my fucking beard. But I wouldn't just mind just meeting it up just a tiny bit. You get what I'm saying? Just a, just a tad. I hear you, but no homo. As I sit here in this bizarre bathroom with my lady friend in the living room. You're a good-looking guy, Chucky. I feel like a couple of women might look at the rough look and understand the situation and say, you know what? I ain't even seen Chucky like this. <laughs> and they might even like the little vibe. I'm that. just saying, Chucky, you can make it work for you. Yeah, I believe in you, my brother. I can't uh, like. I believe in your source. That's, I all I, that's all I needed. That's all I need. How are I you? Feel like I'm in Western. How are you? How are you been? But, do you know what? I've just used this time to make me realize even more that I love a little bit of rest. You know. Mm. I really appreciate a little bit of rest. And you have to look at the situation and just take all the positives from it. God bless people under the age of 25 because the TikTok content they're making is just uh, it's just out of this world mate it's mm. just out of this world I love it I love it I love that I'm seeing swarms take over the net oh swarms making me laugh killing it bruv 
just getting shared by Chris Brown. Is it? On his Instagram page. And you know what? Obviously, I think he's been doing it for a minute. Sometimes what happens is, yeah, you see when someone else does it and does it quite, like, well, does something similar and does it um, to a bigger scale, sometimes people can misunderstand that that person did it first because someone did it bigger. That's not the case. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. On the fucking, on Insta Live for time doing this. And like now, yeah. it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger, bro. Come on, fam. Like when I saw the, the fact that he was getting shared by Chris Brown, I said, go on, swarms, because all the traffic goes right back to his music and he found a new way to make sure he can guarantee himself a little piece of money in the next quarter. When it comes to music, so swarms, my brother, love this it. This is it. And you know what? He used the whole thing where he don't say nothing because he don't say nothing. On Gasworks, we keep saying he don't say nothing. In these videos, he's not saying nothing and he's still making money out. Of the... He's a genius. Swans is a genius. A fucking genius. I love him. Yeah. I love him. You know what? You know there's certain people like him that will come out of this thing and just be scorching hot. All the... <laughs> you know what? Fling out a one tune to mix with that. And bro, like, because you're already... What? Listen, honourable shout out to Swan. I actually haven't seen it. Like, I just saw, like, clips. I haven't actually gone on his actual... In, on his um, Instagram and watched it. Has he got, like, a certain time of the day that he does it? Every day? Listen, big man. You're moving like Pusha T. Now that I watch clips, I want you to go and watch the full thing. Swarms, when he goes live, is hilarious. His now. reactions... It's his reactions to things. One time... He had the control pad in his hand and he was moving like he was orchestrating and moving where the girls bum with me. I said, look. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. Him. Genius. Let him drop a song called Quarantine Wine. I'm over there. What? What? You just gave, what? Bro, sometimes, oh, you make me sick. The way you just come out with these things so quick. Quarantine Wine. Quarantine Wine. If Swarms drops Quarantine Wine, I'm over there. I'm over there with a glass of wine, watching it. See, I get that's fine. What? Ice swarms. Oi, get on that. Get on that. Swarm. Get on that. Quarantine wine. Oh, my God. And by the time we come out mm-hmm. of this, oh, fucking hell, bro. I've been watching you. He's a genius. Go on. He's, do you know what he's living proof of? Someone said to me at the start of this, and I was agreeing with them. How are we going to make money? We can't make money. I, like, I know, I know, I know. And then I thought about it. I said, you know what? No. Someone just told me that we can't make money because them things say that they can't make money. Oh, We actually oh. can make money. Yeah. We just got to think about change the strategy now. And Swam's just changed the strategy probably without even trying. Look what he's done. That's what, listen, you think about it like this, yeah? Bear companies, that's what they're on at the moment. Adjusting. The record, the music industry at the moment, what they're doing is they're just figuring out ways of of adjusting to the situation. Not everyone has mm-hmm. to do that. But if you, mm-hmm. you know, if someone's sitting there boiling out, we can't make money, fam, you can make money. You definitely can. Oh, yeah. You just have to adjust to the situation. Oh, you know, Austin um, got a job at Atlantic now. You see that? He's left Apple and he's gone there. And I was just saying to my brethren just on the phone yesterday, because she was like, well, like, why would he leave Apple to go there and whatever? And I'm like, listen, the record industry... Right now, at this time, they're doing what some other people are doing. Adjusting. Trying to figure yeah. out, okay, what can we do at a time like this? Maybe to rebuild or... Because look, Twin from, from, from Atlantic has left. 
a twin for people who don't know he's the one who signed Stormzy <clears throat> and like he's done the whole bunch just bro just you know what I mean he's a G in the game his twin brother has left Ireland yeah another G in the game but mm-hmm. obviously Atlantic are trying to build, rebuild a team why? because they're adjusting because you, when you lose twin and you lose twin you've lost a lot of man Losing I'm twin, <laughs> losing, I, I know, both of them, listen, if I'm Atlantic, uh, I'm Island, and them twins have left, you've lost 900, man. Nine, you've 900, lost. listen, a bagger, man. Bagger, and they know it. They know not, it. Not even just the 900 that's out here, the 900 potentials. Let me tell you something. If I was to start writing a bar now and start doing my <laughs> thing, if Twin rings me and says, Chucks, let's have a conversation, I'm over there. Chucky, let me tell you something, yeah? I started, I started thinking about Twin right now, both of them. Football manager. They've survived various seasons. They may have had a couple of seasons where people are like, I don't know if they can do the job, but they just came back the next season and won various trophies. Look at the tape. Island Twin. Michael Dapper, get out. Get out, Island Twin. Mad. Go do your thing. You're just too mad. Mm. And then Atlantic Twin. And then you've got little... Don't forget about Whitney. Whitney's on the rise. I'm t- we see Whitney? Yeah, we got Whitney, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you see them lot, the Boatengs over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Well, don't, for those who don't know, Whitney's the sister as well. She works at, Come on. She works at Live Nation, I believe. What? But she's Listen, doing... She's got a podcast. Huh? And she got a podcast. And she got, got a podcast, podcast as well? Yeah, with Scribs. I am not my tweets. Just go listen. Love she that. is her. Le- you, you see, hey, I'm done. Do you know I'm what done, I thought done. about having her on the podcast as well? You know, just because you know, like I just got because I know Whitney, but like mm. also like her personality is a certain type of way, but it also translates on social media as well. And she's got some interesting perspectives, and uh. you know what I mean. Like she's just she's she's fully in the game. She's a, like a strong young woman in the game, like from a certain place and understands the scene and the culture in a, you know what I mean? From a, from a... You know Whitney is? And no one even knows it yet, though. You see, when Whitney's like 40 years old, she can, she can be the mother in this scene. She can be the person that people go to and say, yo, this is happening, and she can steer you through it. Yeah. She is, she's an absolute don. Yeah. Whitney's an absolute don. Love her. Absolute um, don. But yeah, big up to big up to Austin though. Austin, oh, um, Austin he, for the, uh, for those who don't know, he was um, well, his career kinda started at One Extra um, yep. as an intern, I believe. I met him when he was an intern because I was an intern somewhere else. And no way, one of the valuable advice that I got. Huh? No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me tell you something. Yeah, Jackie, oh, listen. I used to work for a woman called Jackie Davidson. Yeah, and she. Speak your thing. She said something to me that ended mm. up becoming a great thing in my life, yeah? And she was wow. like, look, one day I remember going to, her, to going to work, yeah? And she said to me, oh, look, there's a kid called um, Austin who's just started at One Extra and you should go and meet him. And I was like, why? And she said, listen, like, what you need to do is the game is going to change. And a lot of people that are going to be changing the game are going to be around your age or in your generation. So while uh-huh. everyone is, you know, doing interns and stuff like that, you should link with them. They're like-minded people. 
They're trying to mm. do something with themselves or whatnot. I said, you know what? Oh, what? Cool. Me and Austin linked up. We went and played pool, went and had a, just a chat. I did it with a bunch of other people, but cut a long story short, he went on to flipping, be head of music at One Extra at a time where, you know, th- that was when the scene had its first big, you know, bus true with Tinchy Strider and, you know, and, and Tiny Temper and all of them. Then he ended mm. up getting a proper job. Then after that, doing a bunch of stuff with the live thing with One Extra, then went to Spotify <laughs> and had people caring about Spotify. Like, yeah, he did. He did. Like Spotify, Spotify became a place where, you know, you still see it to this day. You see artists say, ah, oh, like I've just been added to, I've just been added to, Austin made that a thing. Just been added to, got headhunted, went to um, Apple, iTunes, started doing a madness over there. And now... Atlantic, they're 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 adjusting. They're they're adjusting now because obviously Alex left, and they need. If there's a top dog in the game that can make things happen, see, like when you said losing twin, you're losing, you know, nine hundred man. At the moment, you you um, recruit Austin, you might get you might get a good few hundred of them back. You might get a Listen, few, good few hundred of them back. The amount of work he's put in. He was the first person I ever met at One Extra. Shout out Zio. Zio sorted that out for me. Austin is the first person I sat down with at One Extra ever. I didn't hear from him again, but at least I sat down with him one time. <laughs> me appreciate that seeing me. I don't know because time is money. Yeah. I mean, it's no money, so and he I knows, can see why they were. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, I love him. I love that. I love all these guys. And you know what? When you've seen a journey, even whether you've been involved or you've not been involved, but you've seen a man graft and elevate and grow and prosper, you can only admire it and say, do you know what, Austin? Go on, my brother. Like, mm. go on. Like, it's good to see. I would love to see more examples of that. Do you know where I'm coming from? So him, they're very inspirational people, fam. Very inspirational. Yeah, definitely. So, Ooh. yeah, man, they're doing good things. Man. But then what does it mean for them? If he's left Apple, what does it mean for Apple then? Like, what does that mean for Apple now? Great question. I, I really, when this is, hopefully, when this is over with and, and um, and uh, we could get back to just getting filming content or whatever. I, I would. I've sat down with Austin already. I did when I did that thing with Ben, um, Neighborhood Radio. That was when we were yeah. sitting. We were sitting down with people from behind the scenes and that. And like we did some sick. I was looking back at some of them, you know. And we did some sick ones, bro. We did. We did Kano's uh, manager. We did um, Fraser T. Smith. We did Austin. We did Dummy. We did um, uh, Shabs. We've done a bunch of people still, but um, but yeah, once that's done, man, I'd, I'd like to sit down with Austin and kind of get get okay. understanding of what the move. Because the reality is, is you see, when people like Austin Twin, um, uh, well, both the twins and certain other people within the music industry, because there's a bunch of there's you know there's a bunch of people, women in there as well that move around and that. But when they move, it means something for the culture. It's not just a move an individual move for them and their bank balance, it means something for the culture as well. Do you get me? So, mm. you know, when Austin went to Spotify, we may, maybe didn't know at the time, he would have known. But after that, he went and did what he did with, with, with um, Spotify and did the live shows with them and all of that and helped build that up. And then, then went to Apple. It was, it was only short, but him going to, him going to um, Atlantic means something. It means something. What? It means more than something. It means a lot. It means, and you know what, as well, it means a lot for him. It, uh, you, you can really appreciate it for him. I think this could be his dream job. I think this is probably the mm. job he probably always wanted, and he's finally there. 
So I'm glad in that sense, you know, I don't even want to take, obviously it means a lot for the culture, but I'm more happy for him, if yeah. that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. seems like a job that he always wanted and he's got it. So yeah, bro, I'm really happy for him, fam. It's Talking funny of- that you... Huh? I was going to say that, I'm not going to go into it too deep, but it's funny that we speak about people from them, them positions. It's so mad, I'm not going to go too much into it. I'm just going to say it because I'm a bit of a prick sometimes. How can there be somebody who I feel I invested a lot of time in and, I, you know, I, I feel like I, I made a contribution to them elevating in some capacity. I take the responsibility for what they achieved. They achieved it, but I believe I, I played a part if they ever made a film. How can I hear that person try to prevent me from doing something later on to help me prosper? Who? We won't go into that too much. I can tell you. But I just felt like what, what is it? Like, was it was it someone? What was it like? One of us? One of the like the man them in the industry? I'm not going to go into too much detail, but it's it's obviously within this parameter of work. Yeah, it's this it's the work that we do. It's someone from work, in it. But it's someone I helped and I invested in time in. I only went to find out a couple of days ago that that person prevented me from doing something. So it is good when I hear trustworthy people are elevating within the scene because that's mm-hmm. one thing that. That's one thing I can handle my heart. Say I've never done it. I'll never do. Mm. I'll never take food out of a man's pocket, bro. Would you? I will never purposely make a move to take food out of someone's pocket. Like yeah. say, no, don't do the food with them, whether I like them or not. That's if I didn't right. like them, that, that has nothing to do with work, you know. So that's when I heard right. that happen, I was like, yeah, that's trash. And now I feel so comfortable within that situation. That person couldn't say nothing to me ever again. Do but they know that you know? Do they know that you know? Oh, they will know now. They know I'm talking about them. They know there's nothing they can do about it. I know there's nothing they can do about it. No, baby, thank you. But yeah, it is what it is, isn't it? You are, you're, they're, they're a piece of shit. I can say that to the, like, yeah. I can conf- confidently say that. I can say that to their face if they liked or what have you. They are a piece of shit, but aren't we all? Yeah, that's the, you know what that's the reality is, is that in this game as well, you're going to get the, mm. you're going to get the, you're going to get the good people, the shrewd people, and you're going to get the people that are just actually just full of shit. But what they like, disguise themselves as people that are like, you know, of a certain ilk. And that pisses me off. I don't like that. That's one thing I definitely... It's very disappointing. Yes. It's very, very disappointing as well, just knowing that I would... Like, do you know what? I think it's because more of the person that I am. I would never do that to somebody. I don't think you'll understand, bro. Man couldn't tell me a time I've done that. I, if I say no, it's because of work purposes. Yeah, yeah, It'll I know. Never be because of you, you actually personal. played a good. You actually like on a personal one, which I won't go into too much. But you displayed that to me actually because there was a situation that you had with someone, and I rang you and I said to you, "Do you know what? This person I might end up recording with them on the pod. Are you cool with that?" And he was like, "Bro, do do your thing. Like do your like. You didn't have an ounce of like. You had every reason to have an ounce of feelings towards it. Like." You had a you had a massive reason to to be able to say to me, Chucks, I don't know if I like I don't know, like maybe do it somewhere else or but you was like, nah bruv, like do your thing. Like, but not everyone not everyone has that in them to be like that, you know. Like some people just some people are just bad mind, seriously. And they no, get good jobs. And they get good jobs. I know they yeah, but they don't the thing is, yeah, Chucks, you only know what you know today. There is so much more to know. And these people that are being fuckery and stopping people doing things, don't you understand one thing in life? The lie will haunt you. 
every lie you tell will haunt you. You can't run away from the truth. The truth exists for everyone to see. So just don't be a prick because, yeah, you're doing okay now, but you don't know what a year from now brings. One thing I will tell you, you be a prick to the people on the way up, you're going to see them same faces on the way down. <laughs> the truth will set you free, bro. <laughs> the truth will the truth set will you set the you number free. of the two. Hey, quickly, though, before we even move on, like, um, talking about the adjusting and that, have you seen some of the yeah. clashes on, uh, oh. on Instagram? Like, some of the clashes and that. <laughs> I have, man. Some of them have been terrible. Some of them have been amazing. <laughs> which one have you enjoyed? Before I tell you which one I was want to slay for a laugh. Um... Well, actually, not there wasn't a lot that I enjoyed, but one that I did like watching was um, was Skepta and J Five. But why? But, but <laughs> because why? Because the reason why I enjoyed it is more for the comments. Like I'm a man; I never watch comments. Yeah, I never see them like that. But when I saw like Dave in the comments wiling out, yeah. And just seeing, like, Skepta being so polite about just giving someone the most absolute smoke. I can't lie. That was amusing. That was amusing to me. It was. Chucky, do you know what it felt like? It felt like somebody trying to have a christening in Visions. It's just like, what are you doing? <laughs> J5, what are you doing? I don't want to hear that. It was, it was a shamble. What's going on? Oh, it, was it wasn't for me. Skepta versus Jamal was the one for me. I Amazing. Didn't, I didn't see that. And I just want to remind everybody that Jamal lost. No, for no other reason other than I think it will wind him up to hear it. And that's why I like doing it. Was he like, was he actually, was he holding, not feeling, you but could you see that he was like really trying to, like he was really in competitive mode? Listen, Jamal was doing his thing for me. Jamal didn't get smoked, you know. Okay. No, nah, Jammer didn't get smoked. I wouldn't, it was expect, close. I wouldn't expect Jammer to get smoked, to be fair. No, nah, he didn't get smoked. Obviously, he lost. And that's all that matters. Skepta has got rhythms, bro. Like, Jammer's got, Jammer's rhythms. got rhythms as well, though. Jammer I, has got rhythms. I, I, like, I know, I know. But th- I say that to say, like, in when you actually deep it, anyone, like, be, losing to someone like Skepta in a beat battle is not even, like, it's not even a mad upset. Because he's just got rhythms, bro. He's like a guy who can jump on the microphone. The only person that I know that is as talented as him when it comes to beat making and spitting is probably Zeph Ellis. Oh, he's really good. Yeah. Um, That's the class. That hmm? If I'm honest with you, Skepta will beat everyone. Of course. <laughs> of course he I'm will. being honest. Yeah, of course. But in the UK, but he'll beat everyone in the UK. Uh, uh, everyone. Yeah. Who's going to beat him? I don't see what twin. You see Twin and Austin. Yeah. Why I have... My respect for them is so high. You'd think it's Wiz Khalifa. Go on. Bro, when I say they've survived seasons, it's not... They're not a mid-table team. Bro, are you pitching Skepta to me again? Because I understand Skepta's ilk. Like, I've watched it, bro. Skepta is top four. But Skepta is top four every season. He's going and qualifying for Europe. Skepta is him. Go on. But so's gigs. So if you're top four every season, do you know how good that looks on premiership years? So if you equate that to music, 
Do you know how many bangers you have? Yeah, of course. I don't know how many people I can say that about in our UK scene. No, There's not Skepta much. Skepta is of a different ilk. He, he, he actually... But the thing is, Skepta makes beats, though. That's what makes him... And it's like, he makes beats at a... He makes beats at a producer level. So, like, what I mean by that is, he doesn't make beats as a person who's trying to make beats. Like, you don't listen to his beats and think he's trying to ting. Like, you listen to his beats and think, maybe he actually didn't produce that. Maybe, like, praise the Lord, you could have thought, you know what, a, like, a producer made that. But then you have to understand, he is a producer. So... It makes sense, isn't it? Like, and that's why that's what makes him different. So there isn't much people like that. Zeph Ellis is one of them. I'm not saying that he would beat him, but what I'm saying is, is that he's got victims as well. He wouldn't win. It's okay though. I still love him, <laughs> and we all love and respect him. I love and respect him very highly. I think he's good, really, really good. But he wouldn't beat Skepta, um, and we all know it. Okay. It's not bad saying that. It's not disrespectful saying that. You shouldn't hurt anyone. Oh man, I skeptical. love us. I, listen, see when it comes to yeah. skeptic, yeah, I love your passion. It's uh, it's <laughs> it's unmatched. <laughs> it's okay, baby. Yeah, it's, it's not un- that. It's just I'm just not your guy. Trust me, I know. And skeptic's a G man. Can't tell me. I I hope it never comes across like I'm. You know what I mean? I'm doubting. No, not at all. It doesn't. Do you know what it is? And it's not that. And then sometimes it makes it seem like I'm more. It's nothing to do with that. It's just that because. I know how difficult it is to survive Sims, like many generations. Brother, I hear you. Right, some... Stop. Stop, brother. All right. <laughs> stop. We, I get it. Yeah? But um, do you know what, though? I did enjoy... I don't know if you saw the Scott Storch and Manny Fresh one, though. And, bro, you see that? Like... Not for me, man. I hear that still. But for me, like, I heard Scott Storch and Manny Fresh here. Yeah? And obviously, I think Scott Storch was supposed to battle someone else. But, like, the way that he, like, oh, bruv, it's mad. I forgot how much tunes my man's got, you know? And it's not even just about, bruv, it's not even just the tunes that he's got. It's that in a a clash, when he's going back and forth and he drops a tune, sometimes it's just about the impact of the tune once it's just dropped. Do you get what I'm saying? So, for example, like, Lean Back isn't my favourite song. It's not. But when you listen to him clashing someone in a beat battle, then he drops it and you're like, and you're like, oh shit. And then the beat drops. That is a mad Woo! And I watched them. Did he do FIBO? Did he do that little way in Fat Joe track as well? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. And then he, he ended on he ended on Still Dre, which was mad. But um, I watched I watched yeah, it was mad. It was mad. It, do you know what? To be honest with you, like I know like some proper hip hop guys are gonna get like super sensitive with me saying this, but in my opinion, Manny Fresh got smoked. <laughs> what is it? Uh, he's got rhythms. Don't get it twisted. He's got rhythms in it. My in my opinion, he got smoked. He got smoked. I'm glad I didn't watch it, man. And I watched, um, I watched Lethal B versus Bizzle. I watched that. It was supposed to be him and Wiley in it, but obviously, Wiley's not a man who turns up to much things. So I wasn't, I wasn't, I definitely wasn't expecting Wiley to turn up to no Instagram live clash unless he was already on there and that was already what he was doing. 
But um, alright, cool. So we mo- <laughs> so we move. But you know what? Yeah, because like I ha- I need to get some food in that, but I can't leave without um without talking about Black the Ripper, man. I think that oh the person of Black the Ripper really touched me, man. Like seriously, um, I'm really sorry to hear that. You know, one of our absolute G's, a North London legend, a man who, you know what, yeah? If there was one thing, if there was anything or just one thing that you could have taken away from, you know, just looking at Black the Ripper is that he was someone who stood for something, bro. Like, he stood for something and was really passionate about it and, like, super talented guy. And also, just aside from that, bro, aura and everything, like, meeting the guy... Meeting the guy was a big thing for me, but I'll talk about that in a bit. I know that you knew him. He's he's from North London as well, right? So you would have known him from Quade, right? He's my, he's my guy. So the reason why Black the Ripper is a very special person to me is because he eradicates the saying, don't meet your idols or stuff like that. Now, people might even be confused by that, but in North London where we're from, we're very, very, uh, show is the term. Yeah. Everyone thinks they're famous. Everyone thinks they're great. So it doesn't matter if someone's on TV, a man down the road thinks he's the man. Now, Black the Ripper in North was the guy. What he done on Axe FM was incredible. He beat everyone. And when it came to grime in North, he was high up. And my auntie passed away, someone that was really special to us. And a lot of Black the Ripper's music was quite conscious. So we done a cover of Song Cry and we played it to Black and we asked him to, you know, what he thought about it. And we thought we'd never get a response. My guy was bare cool. My bro hooked it up. He was like, he wanted to jump on a tune with us, but it was just because we couldn't go to Edmonton at the time because the area was just too crazy, man. It was just too, too, too mad. So we didn't get around to doing the song. But, um, but we stayed in contact. And then from, and that's 2005, 2006. And then, um, Smiler was always playing him in North London on the walls. Shout out Smiler. And because we just love Black the Ripper so much, musically, and then we met him in person, he just ended up being one of man's close brethren. Mm. A man spoke to him. And when a man spoke to him, it was for a long time. And then we wouldn't speak again for, you know, for a little while. Mm. But we had that really weird relationship. When we did speak, it was a very genuine conversation about something important. And he was so respectful of everything. He was one of the few people in this industry, I can say, was very respectful of even down to the, the way he addressed, say, the mother of my kids, irrespective of the way she may have conducted herself. He was always like, wait, does poet know that we're speaking? Like, he was such a good person, bro. Mm. So I was very cut up, fam. So that's my guy, fam. It's a proper man's guy, fam. Yeah, it touched a lot of people still. It was come as a, a big surprise. He, he died in Montserrat, right? Which is like yeah. <laughs> that's his place, isn't it? I know that's one of the. I'm not. Sh- is he? Is he of mixed heritage? Is he from Guyana and Montserrat? Because I know he talks about that, both. Not. He talks about both yeah. of them a lot. So like, but I know that he spends a lot of time in Montserrat as well. Bag of time you know, over there, fam. Yeah, he's bag of time. Over. He's always traveling. He's just always traveling anyway. He's yeah. just a traveler. That's the reasons why me and him ended up always talking because we were always traveling. And when you travel a lot, you just end up talking to a lot of people that travel. Yeah, so he's super cultured, cultured, isn't it? Like, he's super cultured and he understand. he knows through travelling he's experienced a lot of things and has a I feel like 
you know, def- traveling definitely broadens your perspectives on a lot of things. But if you listen to his music from early, he always had a broader perspective. He's a Tupac lover. I love Tupac. Mm-hmm. Always telling you about Tupac. And he stood for something. And he was a, it was a stand-up guy. He was exactly what you saw. He was exactly what you presented. He's one of the best spitters from North. I don't care what anyone says. 100%. I loved him from early. Black is Beautiful was a fantastic tape. Mm. Um, it, it, it proper... For a man he always had a method, didn't it? Like he always had always, a method. Um, yeah, yeah. Always, fam. Um, there was a tune, um, I can't remember the name of it right now, Mario Winus was on the hook, I think it was a, a Diddy tune, and he done a, a rap over it about God. Uh, you don't understand, man. He picked up his ends. I knew about Silver Street because of him. Like, I just love Black the Ripper, fam. N18. Like, he was just so good, man. He was so good, man. He did, one good of the, man. he did one of the first Fire in the Booths as well. I think he was like wow. in one of the first batches of fire in the booths, and he was like when we when we did remember when we did um, the first episode of two thousand and well, I think we was wrapping up a decade in it, and we did an episode where we was talking about fire in the booths and whatever. And like before we did that episode, I was going back and I was watching some old fire in the booths just to see like just some of the first ones or whatever, yeah, and. Bro, not even just to say this, bro, but his first fire in the booth, like, I actually urge people to go and watch it. Like, go and uh, put Black the Ripper fire in the booth, his first one, yeah? And, like, not even just the way that, not even just what he's saying, yeah, even even though that's the most important thing, but look at the way that he's saying it, bro. Like, look at the way that he's saying it. Like, he means every word, bro. He's not going in there just to flex and just to do all of that. He's come there with a thing of, this is a, like, I don't know what you're inviting me to, really. Fire in the booth is new. I don't know about all of that. All I know is, you're inviting me to come and spit. Cool. Got a message. That's it. I got a message. He's cold, bro. But I met him him for the first time at Jump Off, funny enough. Yeah. That would make sense. What was your impression of him when you met him? Bro, it was love immediately, bro. Like, literally... He's come to me and then like, we just started chatting and then, I don't know, sometimes, yeah, for me, you can meet people and like, sometimes it's just, yeah, what are you saying? Boom, love, whatever. And then you just keep it stepping. And then sometimes you occasionally, and it's not a lot, but occasionally you meet someone and the vibe just, the conversation and the vibe just keeps you there talking for ages. Me and my man could have stood there talking until the fucking, um, you know, the, the sound man turn off the music and the lights come off and we're walking outside. There was just so much to discuss and so much to talk about. And like, we never stayed in touch on the phone or anything. But every time we saw each other, the few times that we did, it was always that. Literally, boom, that vibe. Talk for ages, hug. Um, but I always felt that when we left, every time I left that conversation, I was leaving with something. He was always giving me something. He was always giving me, or tr- like, you know, just, he just say things just so casually where I'm like, rah, okay, rah, I hear that, like, I proper hear that still. And I don't get that a lot. And that's one of the reasons for me that's personally, nice. this is one of the reasons for, for me personally where, like, I always, I guess I don't talk about it too much on here or whatnot, but I say it amongst my friends and whatnot, yeah? That, like, that's one of the reasons why I hold JME so close because when, every time I come off the phone to him, I always feel like, yeah, like, I just feel like I've had a good conversation. Even if we talked about nothing, we've had a good conversation and like, I just feel better for it. And like, 
I got that vibe from him. Every time I saw him and I'd leave him, it was like, rah, like, I just had the sickest conversation with my man. He's one of the... There's... <sighs> man. He's one of the few people in life I didn't show the necessary appreciation. Jamie's another one, you know, and I want to start doing it. Where they're, they give off such a strong sense of independency, sometimes I just don't even want to get in the way. Like, sometimes I don't even want to bother you too much. Like, you just look like you know what you're doing, and I don't even feel like I've got anything to contribute to your journey that will... I don't want to sway you, but when I do see you, I'm going to show you the utmost respect and love so you know that, like, man really checks for you, you know? And then Black was one of them people, fam. Jamie's one of them people, and I have to start maybe showing a bit more love and appreciation to that guy. That guy's... He's got my back so much, I don't even know why, fam. And that's another thing about Black the Ripper, man. Do you know what I'm, like, Do you know I'm his saying? first mixtape? Do you know he he's in his intro, Chucky? This is like, think about it. This is like 2005, 2006. This is the intro to his tape. Think about how people were spitting. This is what he was saying. I'm surrounded by evil. I can feel it in the air just like Beanie Siegel. I only have respect for people that respect me, so the respect's equal. I rep England like William Regal, but don't... Hey, listen, bro. That is like 2005, 2006. There's an 18 year old kid saying, I only have respect for people that respect me, so the respect's equal. It's like, what? Like, I remember listening to that as a youth thinking, raw. So if you don't respect this youth, he don't give a damn about you. Do you know what? I'm on that. I was like, <laughs> I can't lie. I was like, I'm kind of on that. Because I understood that. And it was like, that's the type of impact he was having on, on me anyway. I was listening to that like, raw. This guy's talking to man so far. I'm like, I want to be like that. I want to have that type of attitude. Mm. I miss him, fam. I can't lie, fam. Yeah, he's man. not even been gone that long. But no, no. But he'll definitely, he'll definitely be missed, man. And like, I feel like we'll, you know, when we talk about key people within our, within our culture, like he'll always get a mention because he was just someone who just stood for something differently. Like this was some, this was more than music to him. He used music as a channel to spread the message and whatnot. But like, he was on a way of living thing. That's what he was on. Chucky, man, you don't understand, man. But you do understand, Chucky. There's just certain people, Chucks, you look at this whole industry and they just, they never, like, even down to Cadet, fam. Mm. I think about when Energy passed and Energy worked so much with Nux and he doesn't even get to see, like, Nux now, like, and Cadet, he never gets to see like everything he done now, and like Black the Ripper, like people don't understand how talented he was, and maybe one day he'll get all the appreciation he deserves. But maybe he will see it, but I don't know what happens afterwards. But like he'll never get to see it, is what I sometimes think, and that's what hurts me the most. Yeah, the people that become like the cult legends, the ones that I really, really love and appreciate, and try and push them to be big. Sometimes they're never appreciated the way they should be until they're gone. Yeah. The good thing is, though, is that, like, I, I would like to believe that yeah. he felt love, though. And the reason why well, I say that is because he had influence. And that's something yeah. that people, I feel like that's something that um, we don't, that isn't unpacked properly. I feel like influence can just get flung out like any way, like people just say influence these days, influencer and all of that type of shit. And there's all these quotes and terms and whatnot. But like, 
Black the Ripper is a person who could not drop no music for time. And he could say, you know what, I'm here. Come link me. Let's go and smoke something. And the amount of people that will go and link him wherever he is in the country. One time I saw him on, on Instasnap, bro. Not Instasnap. Um, Snapchat. When Snapchat was like proper thing. Bruv, this man was going to like remote places in the country that I've never even heard of. Yeah, and just setting up. And bare people was coming out. And then he was going to like different parts of the world and doing that. It's a different level of like, it's a different level of influence, but take the influence word away is people just like him. Like when you stand for something and you mean something and people can relate to it, then like you, there's like a big common denominator that keeps you all together. And like he, he emphasized that he showed that a lot and that's inspiring. Yeah, everybody like it's the reason why people love you, Chucky. Every community needs a couple of people that's willing to speak up for it. It needs a couple of people that's willing to fight for the community, you know? It needs a couple of people that are willing to do the jobs that you wish you could do, but you don't have the confidence. But you're willing to support someone that will willing, you know, that will do it. Um and he's one of them guys, the way he felt about his thing, he believed in it and he was willing to risk it all. And all that meant was if you support what he's saying, you trust him to be the spokesperson because you know he's the best person to speak to speak for it. And it's just upsetting whether you agree with what he done or what he didn't do or what have you. It's just upsetting knowing that a really good spokesperson for that community is no longer here. Yeah. Somebody that everyone can look to. And the one thing I realized in life, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to sound like a hypocrite because I've like said uh, I don't care about it, but I really do, is hope, fam. Mm. You know, Black the Ripper gave people hope, fam. He gave me a lot of hope when I was younger. And it's yeah. just upsetting that who knows how much more hope he could have given some people because that's all you got, boy. Sometimes that is all you fucking got. Mm. Sad, man. Yeah, Love man. But yeah, honourable shout out to, you know, Black the Ripper and blessings to his family. Um, Love and guidance to his family and stuff like that. And, um, and yeah, bro. Um, I'm going to be out. I'm going to go and yam some food now. Talking about Nux, he's got a tune called Jubilee, by the way, that's out. People know, if you listen to this podcast enough, you know that I, I'm just, I, I love Nux. He's <laughs> too cold. But he's got a tune called Jubilee. Go and check that. Um, anyway. 11pm, Viva. we got a new thing. Oh, you got a new thing, yeah? Did you drop a video? Yeah, 11pm. Okay, I ain't even seen it. I need to check that. I'm going to go and look at that now. Have a look, see if you like it. 11pm, yeah? Yeah, come on, fam. You know my thing. More teaser music, fam. I hear that, I hear that. I'll check that out. Anyway, love and guidance, bro. we chat again in a few days. Quarantine, 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 quarantine. I miss you, though, fam. Bro, seriously. Do you know what, yeah? Honestly, things like this is super important for me. Forget the audience and forget about, like, what this is. I have yeah. to do this. I have to have a conversation okay. with you like this. I have to. And I can't do it just on the phone. I have to do it and see you because, like, the circumstances are what it is. And from a selfish point of view, it's I need it. I need it. Because no when I come off now and I go and eat my food, I feel like, bruv, it just, I feel good for it. Do you know what I mean? And if I can't do that, then I, God knows, you know, how I'd, how I'd feel about stuff. But that's a conversation for another day. But come on, man. I miss you too, my brother. Not that you ask, but, you know, when I come off the phone, I've got a red bizarre bathrobe. My lady friend has a yellow one. 
and we're probably just gonna watch uh, Netflix. So, I mean, I won't miss you then, but I miss you now. At least I got. What's this? I don't know. I just, oh God! In it? Why not? In it? Just a quick, you know, plain white. I won't be able to wear it anyway. But you know what? Yeah. What do you mean? Listen, me and the lady, listen, me, me and my baby, well, I'm saying so, listen, we're doing Love Island, baby. You better get dressed and go to the living room because I'm on that. <laughs> you should have seen the jacket I wore the other day. I look spicy in my living room. Is I don't there? know what anyone else is on. Well, you know about luck off. Hey. I, I said, anyway, I'll send you some more videos in my living room. I'm going mad. And the headphone company, I'm going to drop it now. I've just been a bit of a weird place. I'll get your pictures tomorrow. Trust me, we're, we're flossing over here, baby. Oh, what, did you have a little thing to do, like, little pictures and that? Yeah, yeah, little post. They're going to watch this and be like, yo, where the post there, and Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm going to say, yo, my brother, I'm coming. You get me? I just needed to activate properly and of course, can't trim rush, and... You can't rush a vibe. Come on, fam. If you see what we're going to do, it's proper things. Come on. Oh, boy. Fucking hell, man. At least you got Bay with you. At least you got a pretty young thing. Come on, fam. Keeps me lot, young as well. A lot, of us ain't, a lot of us ain't got none of that. It's a bit, it's a bit dry around here. I'm telling you. <laughs> you just got to trust life, man. I, yeah, I didn't I trust know. life. I'm good with it, man. I trusted. Celibacy no, by force. Oh, by force. Celibacy by force. Man can't dip in no cookie jar right now. Carl Walker did. That's why he's my brother. But that's I'm what I was telling talking. you. Carl Walker went and said, you know what? I've been in this big yard, nine bedrooms, seven bathrooms on my ones. All right, let me just post a quick thing and tell everyone to stay in their yard. But I need to go on grabagal.com and order two. And he ordered how two. Do we know? This is what I don't know, Chucky. Sorry to extend the phone call, but what I don't know is how do we know Kyle Walker wasn't extra cautious? How do we know people weren't bathing and sanitizing their hands and doing the correct things before they got to crackalacking? They're making it seem like it was some public thing. I want to know the truth. I say get off Kyle Walker. Decent fella. Maybe not decent. He made a mistake. Okay, maybe a few. <laughs> well, a couple at least. I can't back him, Chucky. Do you know what? I think, because he did the video afterwards, innit? So he busts his nut and then afterwards said to himself, I need to, you need to leave and I need to, you know, repent my sins and do a video and make sure everyone stays at home. That's what I think happened. And you know what? I say I got sometimes, sometimes you make mistakes. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I get it. It's I understand it. I don't want to back. <laughs> it seems like I'm backing him still. But yeah, it's a bit of a mad one, isn't it? But fuck it now. You know what? As long as, if he's, as long as he's not going to see his parents and seeing no elderly and he's just putting himself at danger, then boy, what can you say? You know, imagine we live in a world where a human can't make a mistake because of the social currency in which they have. No wonder you just want to be anonymous when you've got loads of money. Because it's like the more money and fame you have is the less mistakes you're allowed to make. Because of your influence. Fucking hell. Who made these rules? I don't know. <laughs> Who made no. them rules? Uh, I hear that. Bro, I don't know. I don't know. Man. I'm here to tell everybody... Maybe I can't speak on behalf of Chucky, but I, I plan to be extremely, you know, bigger at some point. And if it happens where which I'm extremely famous, don't look to me for anything that apart from what I deliver. 
so that way you're never disappointed by what I do. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, I, and if he sees it that way, then boy. As I said, you know what? He made a mistake and it is obviously a thing that some people will be outraged by and whatnot and whatever. I see it as this. Oh. If he's going to order two prostitutes to come to his yard and do whatever <laughs> he's doing, then that's, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't condone it. At this time, definitely not. But if he's in his yard by himself and he's self-isolating by himself, quarantining by himself, and he's not seeing no elderlies, and he's not really touching road, then you know what? If him dead, him dead, innit? That's his own thing. But at least he's not. You understand what I'm saying? Why did the English thing have to say something? The Brazilian girl kept it on the quiet. She's thinking, yo, bookings are drying up. Like my, you get me? Like, like a me. Pump, like a pump. All right, Sahara. I don't want to be deserted over here. Let me try and get a little pee over here. Yeah, this woman, not only does she want to get, she didn't think long term. If she thought long term, she said, I can just pattern over here and make my bread. She said, That's, I'm going to pattern over here, make my bread, then sell it to the paper. Now that bread's no longer available. Now yeah. what are you going to do? Do you know what? Well, if you've got the bag, it's the hustle, it's the hustle. It's a oh. nasty game, but... The, yeah, the prostitutes out here are struggling as well, isn't it? And it must be... Ex- Do you know what? He must... Sorry, I know I shouldn't be saying this, but he must have got it extra cheap right now. What? That's probably why he got two. Do you know what? He- <laughs> this is what happened. I he's going to his regular. Though. He's going to his regular and being like, you know what? I'm thinking about it now. He said, you know what? Tonight, because of what's going on, I'll do it for 35. And he said, 35? Give me two of that. Give me two of 35 that. 35 what? 35 what? Pounds. Actually, obviously, he's or got rap. big nose, so it's different. Yeah, nice. So she was racks. How much is he on a week? Bro, it was like three racks, bro. Three racks for the two of them? Each. Like, three racks each. So she probably charges him, on average, she probably charges him about six racks, isn't it? Because obviously... No, so the, the story came out, it was like two racks, five. Two racks? Well, because this is what no, I'm no. saying. She, I'm telling you now, bags, on, her, on her daily thing, she's probably not charging that. Like, she's probably charging regular... Because ma- remember, you've got to look at it like... I do it like this, yeah? Bookings. So imagine... <laughs> if a man books me for something, if a regular man books me for something, I'm going to give him this, you get me? But if someone, big banking, hits me and says, yo, like, we need you for the office party or whatever, I'm raising the pee! You understand what I'm saying? So she's on a thing of, you yeah, know what, I won't do it for six today. I'll do it for three. He said, what? Give me two of them. Because I was going to pay the six. So give me two of them. Your brethren's down. What? And you that. So why? So who brought who? Did the English bring the Brazilian or did the Brazilian bring the English? Because I, wa- I just want to know why the English is snitching. The English love to snitch, bro. They, the English always like, the English always snitch on them fucking selves, bro. But no one was ever going to let him go. No one was ever going to go and let him just do his little thing. And obviously, I know it's bad. Of course, it's bad. He shouldn't have done it. But no, but they're all bad. Do you know how can me, you, and someone else be involved in a crime, and I go and tell everyone, "Look what he done." But these times, I was there and I was involved as well. We're all bad. Did so they take a pic- wait? Did they take a picture of these girls going in his yard? I'm not sure. I just know she sold the story. Oh, and she, she got paid. Oh, she, she sold... The yeah, the English girl snitched. She got three bags. She got three bags and extra... And snitched. That's and everyone's getting at Kyle Walker. And Kyle Walker's the bad guy. That's what I'm saying. The pom-pom's drying up. Because you know what it is? 
She don't know when that next three bags is coming again. So she's saying, you know what? I'm going to risk this whole thing. I'm going to risk, like, because you know what? He don't check for me regular anyway. So it's a three bags once a year. Fuck it. Yeah, I'll just do the three so, bags you know, right now. And then I'll go and get an extra 20 or 30. And then whatever. Fuck it. I don't care. I'll go back to 250. This is all I'm saying, Chucks. I know. Legally, I am following procedures, dog. Because I don't have enough money to create myself with problems. But you see certain man whose tax bracket is just got the necessary vitamins. You think they're playing by the rules. You can do all the fucking videos you want on TV in your little suits talking about it's important for coronavirus to stay in your yard. The man are happy right now that everything are locked down and you can't monitor things because guess what? It just means that you can just go through and cut through and no one suspects anything because everyone's at home, remember? So I'm not going to get on Kyle Walker because realistically, I know there's a lot of man out here well, on the roads when they're not meant to be. I hear that still. Stay in your yard. Everyone just stay, just stay in your yard just so that message is clear. And, you know what I mean, hopefully we can get out of this thing. Wuhan's done. They had a party a couple of days ago. Wuhan is done. Quarantine over in Wuhan. They're back on the roads. Yeah, please. Let's just please just stay in your yard so we can just you know what I mean. The sun's beating out there and that. Do you know what I mean? I just, yeah, let's just stay in the yard, man. Please stay in the yard. Po, I'm going to yam some food now. Ah, uh, cool. What's up? Make sure we will talk. Yeah, love and guidance, my brother. All right, bro. One sec, though. Wait, what's this phone? Wait, what's it? What's that? What's going on? You're gonna do something. You're huh? What? You're gonna do something stupid. Yeah, see, I knew it. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 